Welcome to the Mindset, Money and Manifestations podcast. My name is Jennifer Grace. I am your host and I am so happy to deliver to you a weekly dose of mindset tools, inspiration, interviews, success stories and anything else the universe guides me to share. This podcast is designed to inspire and uplift you, to help you to remove the limiting beliefs that are in your way and to help you to consciously create a life and business of your dreams. Get ready to bring unlimited amounts of freedom, joy and abundance into your experience and it's my honour and passion to help you to do that. So let's get started. Hey, 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 my beauties. Hope you're all amazing. And I am really, really excited actually because today the podcast that you're going to hear is a different format to usual. So just to give you a bit of a background, um, you're going to hear an interview that I did in a Facebook group with the beautiful, incredible sales coach, Nicole Kramer. And it's all about building a business, selling in an aligned way, and how I quantum leaped my business and how I, like the title of it was Magnetize Clients with Your Energy. So how I call in my clients and how I work my coaching business and how for any of you who are new in business or for any of you who are are coaches or in service-based businesses, this is really going to be hopefully a good eye-opener for you about how you can bring in business without having to hustle and how it's okay to ask for a sale without feeling like snaky and everything in between. So the interview I think you'll see is probably an hour or so long, probably a little bit longer and you will hear us talk to people who you don't know who they are and it's because we were live on Facebook at the time. So just a big shout out to Nicole. She is absolutely incredible. I will link all of her information here in the show notes as well. Um, her Facebook group is is rocking. It's on fire. It's so good. So I'm sure she would love for you to come over and say hey and to join that too. But like I say, I'll put all the details in here. And here comes the interview. So enjoy. Um. I am really excited to have Jennifer here. She's just such a phenomenal human being. And I know her because we are in the same community with the same coach. And I've just always been so just inspired and lit up by your energy and how you show up for yourself and in your business and just hearing, you know, your stories and what you've done. It's just been such an inspiration to watch you over the last, the last year and a half that I've known you. And I'm ex- really excited to have you here in my group to, to share what I've become so, um, you know, just connected to you and, and, and I admire you so much. So it's exciting that my group now is going to get to experience the, the same thing with you. Wow. <laughs> what an introduction. Well, thank you so much. And same, like you are doing big things in short spaces of time. Like that is collapsing time and space. So right back at you. This is, this is so cool. So glad to be here. It is. What I love about being in a community, and this is what I keep telling my Facebook community as well. It's just so cool to be a part of something where the purpose, the shared purpose is something bigger than, than each of you um, you know, and collectively when you come together to work towards that, it, it amplifies your ability and what you're able to do. But then individually to see the growth and the transformation of each person is so inspiring. And so, like you said, just to be able to watch how people evolve and grow and change through their own process um, is, is really, really cool um, when you get to see that in others. 
It is, isn't it? It's so cool. And yesterday, actually, our um, our mentor, she's doing like a five day a five day challenge or something at the moment. And somebody said to me, she told a story yesterday, and I think it was about you, but she used what? like she gave you a pseudonym, and I was like, what? <laughs> I think she called me Betty. Went back. She called me Betty. I was like, hi, it's me, Betty. Um, and I went back and I was listening to it, and I was like, God damn, I'm inspired by my own story. That was a bad time in my life where I just kind of went. Phew, like catapulted yeah. and and it was yeah. like yeah feeling motivated after I listened to that and it was it was mine <laughs> so amazing to hear so yeah but it is how far you've come yeah I and that it was kind of it was kind of surreal because I've she's written about it in her book as well and I've read that mm-hmm. and that was just weird it was really it was weird but it was so cool yeah. um but yeah it's it's just it's so good every like every time you see so it's a sisterhood and every time you see somebody win and get a sale and get a client and get to the next level you're cheering for them and crying yeah. for them and it's yeah. it's so cool totally. so the more totally. communities like that for women growing the businesses like yeah. yours the better yeah yeah thank mm-hmm. you well it's it's the the amazing women who have gone before me that inspire me and I say this a lot <clears throat> we are walking permission slips for one another and when you see something that someone else has accomplished it's like your soul is telling you I I want to do that yeah. too. And it yeah. comes from a place of they, they're giving you permission because they're showing you what's possible. Yeah, hundred percent. And that, that's, it's so cool. You've said that because I always say that to my clients, it's like, rather than comparing yourself to somebody else and, oh my God, they've done this and why haven't I done it? And, I, and I'm working hard too. And the fact that somebody in your realm has done something you want to do just just shows you it's completely possible and it's evidence that it's it's happening for you you know so it's when you get into that mindset it's win all the way right totally mm-hmm. yeah i think it's such a like i was saying to one of one of my clients yesterday i'm like john mayer didn't look at prince and go oh you know what he's already playing guitar so i can't do it he looked at prince <laughs> and said man that guy's really good i want to play guitar like him and it showed him what's possible for his own life you know, not that those are the only two amazing guitarists in the world, but certainly when you see somebody doing it, it's your soul telling you, I yeah. want to do something like that too. Yeah. So it's, it's a really cool thing to know. We're showing each other what's possible when we reach out and go for our best lives. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so speaking of all of that, you guys, Jennifer is a money mindset and manifestation coach, which first of all, I love the alliteration. Second of all, <laughs> I love all three of those things because they're so powerful together um, because they all have so much to do with one another. And I'm excited for you to share with us just some of the, like you said, the story that, that, you know, that our mentor Gina mentioned yesterday, I knew as soon as she brought it up that it was about you because I remember reading it in the book. And I remember when you first got the book and you posted to your stories, you were like, I opened up to my page. Oh my gosh. And it was like such a cool thing that happened. Um, and then of course, because I already knew you and I knew, you know, so much of your story, it was really cool to read about it in the book. And then when she brought it up yesterday, it's just, it's (laughs) neat to see who we are, what we've struggled with and, and how far we've come. And I know for you, a lot of that has been mindset and manifestation and money, Mm -hmm. the biggest story on the planet. So Mm -hmm. thank you for being here, sharing your three beautiful, um, M words with us and and what we can do to, here's another M word to magnetize our clients using our energy and make sales easier. Cause that's a, It's a big thing for all of us in this group. We're here to learn how to sell. And what I like to tell people is selling is not about transactions. It's about relationships and how you show up in your business and how you show up as yourself. So Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to hear what you're going to teach us and how that can help make sales easier on us. 
Oh, cool. Wow. What, what an intro. Okay. <laughs> so well-deserved, well-deserved. Uh, right, this is, we should do this every week. This is so <laughs> You're like, can you do this every morning for me? <laughs> um, so, okay. So I'll, I'll start with my story because I think just kind of as we've, we've already touched on hearing somebody else's story and hearing somebody's struggle and how they've overcome that is so powerful mm-hmm. um, and was much more powerful for me um, at the beginning stages of my business than um, hearing about people who'd signed into a program, had never done any business work or sales or coaching or anything before and suddenly were making 10K months. And and like I like the underdog story because I kind of relate to it. You know, if, if that hasn't been you, then you, you want to know the, the in-depth information. So, um, so I was, I'll, I'll go right, I'll go right back to the start. So I was living a relatively normal, quiet, small life in a, um, normal, quiet, small town in the UK. Um, it, this is back in kind of 2011. I was married. Um, I had a normal, quiet, small little job and I kind of felt capped at my, my income. Um, I was actually managing a sales team at the time. And um, I remember I went to uh, an NLP practice group to find out about NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. Probably everybody has heard of that by now. Um, And somebody mentioned The Secret. And I was like, what's The Secret? And it was a movie about the law of attraction. And I was like, okay, what's the law of attraction? So I got this film. It sounded great. And everyone was talking about it. And I watched it. And I know it's really cliche now because everybody watched The Secret and it changed their life. But oh my God, it really set me up on this path to, what do you mean I can have whatever I want? I can I can call in anything. I can have anything that I want. It was like Christmas. It was like, oh my God, I get to have everything. It was really, really cool. So I was like, well, I'm going to start to to try and use this because I feel really unhappy with where I am. I feel like I've probably reached as, as good as it's going to get. Um, and... I started to visualize and I'm going to talk more about that today. Um, and I, I would just start to visualize I was, as I was falling asleep, me being in um, different places around the world, me having a city center lifestyle where I lived in a small town, me having a different job, me having money, all these things. Um, and being really, really happy and fulfilled. And then crazy circumstance after crazy circumstance happened. And all these things started to manifest in my life really, really quickly. Um, and so, you were visualizing nightly, like you were just, yeah, visualizing. that's all I was, that's all I was doing. Cause I was like, if I visualize, then maybe I'll win a trip to New York or, you know, I didn't actually really for a minute realize that I would find the way to become successful and make the money to do all this stuff myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did. So it's, it's a very long story, but long story short, things just started to happen really, really quickly. And I started to ride the wave of that. And in corporate, I, I 4 x to my income to six figures really quickly within about 18 months. Um, and this is the girl who thought she was capped at 25K forever, you know? Um, and then the more I learned about this and the more I, I was like, wow, I'm using this, the more I realized I didn't have a community of people that I could talk to about this stuff because everybody, you know, I especially think, you know, England and back five or 10 years ago, everyone kind of looks at you like you've got three heads when you talk about manifestation or, right. you know, the law of attraction. Yeah. They're like, really? Um, so, so I eventually found some like kind of small, um, talking kind of support 
groups for the law of attraction in in the UK in the, in some of the bigger cities. Um, and the more I started to go along to them, the more I had the the feeling of I could teach this, you know, kind of at the back of the class thinking that I could be the one who's talking to people about this. I've got such a good story. So I started to do that, started to host them. Um, and by this point, my life was completely different. I had the city centre life, I had the, the nice apartment, I had the um, the travel, I had the, the yoga retreat in Cambodia. I had like all the experiences that I'd ever dreamed that I could have, that they were all there. Um, and I had the salary as well. <laughs> so I was like <laughs> pretty happy with myself, but I knew that there was something more that I, I wanted and that something more was... Um, I didn't quite get it at the time, but it was ultimately to have my own business and to have an impact and to spread more of this message out to people in the world. So then I, of course, manifested accidentally finding out about um, our coach and her program. Um, and before I knew, I was signed up. Um, and on my first trip out to um, to meet her, and, and it was very scary, but we went to Maui and I manifested an upgrade on the flight <laughs> and I was like oh my god I'm good at this um and to me that was just kind of confirmation that I was on the right path yeah. um and ever since then I've I've built this business I talk non-stop about energy manifestation money how you can call in anything you want I tell the story over and over again because every time I tell it I feel super excited which makes me super magnetic for more cool stuff to happen um and I, I work mainly with new entrepreneurs who are looking to the they're in the 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 loop of how do I get my first client how do I get my second client where are all the clients like where are they where are all these people and the the, the energy is such a factor in especially new coaches and new entrepreneurs um not seeing themselves in that light and not seeing themselves as the, the person who already has the clients and has the business and has the success, um, that the, the energy is usually the thing that's really holding them back. So mm -hmm. that's what I, I really work with them on. I work with them on how they can get their mindset into the right place so that their um, ability to manifest the right clients comes through without having to work 15-hour days, without having to feel like you're pushing on on calls without having to feel like you're you're chasing people who don't really care you know and sending mm -hmm. dms and social media and all that stuff okay. um not to say by any means that it it's there's no strategy like my blend is 80 percent energy mindset and 20 percent strategy and I think that's probably about true for all businesses yeah. um but what I find is when when I tend to work with clients and they open themselves up to this and just things that they have usually done kind of become a little bit defunct and things that they would never think of start to appear and, and clients and business and sales and money come through that way, through unexpected ways instead. And that's just, uh, to me, it's the coolest job in the world to actually get to see people experience that for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting because it was, it's, it's opening up possibilities for them that, like you said, they, they become so focused on it's got to happen this way. Yeah, that they're not available for the other opportunities that are just flying right by them that yeah. are a part of what they're already dreaming about. But they're so focused on how, how, how is the one way that they're thinking about going to make it happen. And I think that's exciting when you can open up their minds to here's another way. Yeah, 
Absolutely. And it, it reminds me of, I haven't thought about this for a while, but since we're talking sales today, it's just popped in at the right time. But when, in the old job that I had, when I managed a sales team, there was one guy who was, uh, I mean, he was, they were on telesales and he was slick and he, he did the voice and he was, you know, he was, he was really <laughs> funny with it. He was like cheesy. Um, yeah. but his sales were unparalleled, like day in, day out, week in, week out, month in. He was, he could not be knocked off the top spot of the department. Um, and everybody else, he was such a lovely guy. They loved him, but they were jealous of him and they would look and they wouldn't be able to understand what he was doing. So they would try and pick up on things that he was saying to customers and they'd write them down and they'd try and repeat them back. And if it's not your style, it's not going to work. But they would try it and, and say, well, he must just be on this special hotline where the customers that call his phone are ready to buy and the customers who call my phone are not because I can't figure out what the difference right. is. And the difference was his energy, like his expectation. He would not go into work, like accepting, not hit, like making the top level of his bonus every month. And, mm-hmm. and I really learned about how energy is so important in sales from him. And when I started my business, I, I thought back to that. And I was like, I learned a lot from actually managing this guy because he was just a superstar. Mm-hmm. Um, and his, his energy called in the exact perfect people who were ready to buy. Of course they were because he was ready ready to sell and he was ready to claim it. The energy he's putting out. And, and yeah. I, I talk about that a lot, obviously, as the sales coach, where when you're showing up in a way that feels good to you, then you're mm-hmm. aligned with your energy. And that's what people can feel. And one of my stories from sales and, and my community has heard me tell this before, but when I first started seven years ago, I'd never sold anything. But one of the things I'd always enjoyed doing in my life was writing handwritten notes. So every time I went on an appointment with somebody, I would write a note. And one of the guys on my team said, you really think those notes are going to get you business? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, what are you doing over there? And I was like, I like writing notes to say thank you for the meeting. And he's like, you think that's going to help you? And I said, why don't you do things the way that you do them? And I'll do things the way that I do them. Mm-hmm. And then about a half a year later, I, I shot to number one in my company. And I mean, that was my goal. I was working towards that all along. So it didn't just like happen overnight, but yeah. When I got there, he saw the tip of the iceberg or he was only seeing or willing to see the tip of the iceberg. And he came up to me, he goes, all right, how'd you do it? I said, you sat next to me for the last year and a half. What do you mean? How did I do it? He goes, you mean to tell me those note cards made you number one? I said, (laughs) you know what? If that's what you need me to say to make you feel better, yes. But if you go write the note cards, it's, it's, that's not the answer. That's not the thing. And it's exactly what you're saying right now. When those people were writing down what that guy was saying, they can copy and repeat what he was saying, but if they're not behind it energetically, it's, it's not going to have the same effect. It's yeah. how you are showing up and the energy you're delivering it with mm-hmm. that makes all the difference. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's so funny. Cause I think that's more of a, sometimes it's kind of more of a male perspective. Mm-hmm. Do you have men in this group? A couple. Okay. Hi, man. <laughs> no disrespect. Well, sometimes I think it is. It's like, it needs to be kind of logical. And it's like, well, this equation equals this result. Well, sometimes it doesn't. And you can try and do the maths in a, in a million different ways. And you can't figure out why someone's results are here and someone's results are there. And it's always the energy. It's always the intention. And my, um, you know, my, what I, I say to pretty much anyone who will listen on this topic is, um, there's a version of you, a future version of you who already has all of the things that you want, 
So once you step into that version of her and you act as her or him and you live the life that they would live and you think the way that they think and you do the things that they would do and not just pretend, you know, actually really embody that, then the stuff that you're, the results you're looking for will fly in. They have got no choice other than to manifest into your reality because you're already that that next level version of yourself. Mm. And so many people, I think, look at people who've got to a different level and they still sit in the question of, well, how do I do what you've done and how do I get to where you've got to? And the next level version of you probably wouldn't be asking that question because she'd be living it. But as long as you stay in the question, you don't get to that that place where the answers are shown to you. Right. You're not living your way into it. You're staying stuck in the question of it versus energetically moving into it. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I, um, I think that the linear progression that people get caught up in, like seeing, seeing as it, it's supposed to happen that way linearly versus you said it earlier, bending time and space. Like it doesn't have to be a certain set of steps to get mm-hmm. you to that next level version of yourself. Um, and, and, and when you're stuck in seeing it that way, then you can keep yourself stuck in those steps versus moving forward and really moving into that next level person. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And success is not, it's not linear and it's not um, on the the path that you ever really think it will be. And it's not convenient either. It's sometimes the most inconvenient, you know, (laughs) sequence of events ever. Um, But it's, it's so worth it when, when you get there, because if you're fulfilling something that's truly a soul desire, that can never be a bad outcome for you and the rest of the world. Right. I also like to think about it in terms of like, you know, when you're talking about being your next level self or thinking your way, envisioning your yourself as that person already, um, being in reality too, with the fact that your clients are already alive and living on this earth. Like I had somebody say to me once, well, where are my clients going to, you know, where are they going to come from? I said, from wherever they are right now. Yeah. They're already here. They're already there. You know, yeah. and it's elevating who you are and vibrating at that level that's going to attract mm-hmm. them, that's going to start yeah. to make a difference for you. They're already there. They're waiting for you. Yeah, exactly. And if you show up with the right intention and the right message and you're visible, then like, how can they not, how can they not be shown to you? And again, that people might, right, that kind of reminds me of, I've had a, I've had a client who once said no to a 500 pounds pounds and dollars are about equal at the moment so um said no to a 500 pound package from me and then said yes to a six thousand pounds package like a year later or so and sometimes when you think well okay that person was a no that person was a no that person was a no Mm, really (laughs) no they might just be they might just be getting warmed up so no one to me is is ever a, a no it's it's usually not right now um but yeah just just always being open to um abundance can come from anywhere right including where you thought that it was already locked away right Mm -hmm. yeah no I think that's a great point I say that all the time no is not no it's just not right now and ultimately you know we know from a sales perspective it takes eight to twelve touch points at least for somebody to buy from you and and there could always be a one-off where somebody's never talk to you before and they just buy a package. I'm not going to say that never happens, but typically this is about building a relationship. This is about playing the long game. This is about you showing up as you, no matter what, and not making yourself wrong if if somebody says no to you, because maybe they just needed to experience you for a little bit longer before they pay you the 6,000 pounds. 
And ultimately you want out in that level because you didn't see them as a no forever. You kept them in your world. You kept them close. They kept following you. Yeah. And when the time was right, they said yes. And, And we don't ultimately have control over that. We do have control over ourselves, our intentions and how we show up. And, yeah. and we can't say when somebody is or is not going to buy from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Everybody has free scary. will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. feels scary because it's like, well, then how could I possibly know if I'm going to get clients? Um, and it has less to do with us controlling what we want them to do and more about how we show up, right? Yeah, yeah. And that was that was a huge thing for me um, at the beginning of my business. It was the, the only question on my mind ever to anybody was, um, where do I get clients from? How do I get clients? Because I just, because I never had, and it was new. Um, and I was having conversations with people and I was receiving all the typical objections you get when you're, when you're new. And sometimes when you're not new, um, that sounds great. I can't afford it. Um, can I keep talking to you for free? And you could, you know, that those kinds of things, Mm -hmm. um, and people ghosting me on, on calls and things like that. And I think with, with stuff like that, it's it's really important to remember that the the more that you um, become, probably the the more that you become experienced at this. Once you've got your first client, and it sometimes feels like a fluke, but you know you've done it once, you can do it again. And then once you've hit your first income goal, say monthly, you know it's possible to do again. And then every time you do it again, mm-hmm. it just becomes a bit more like meh. There we go. And something that you you wanted to do at the beginning, like like for, for me, selling that five hundred pounds package to somebody would have been, um, it, you know, would just would have been the best thing in the world. But at the time she bought the six k package, it was like eh, made six k today, you know. And like, not that that is something I do before breakfast kind of thing, but it was just <laughs> so. It's, it wasn't like, oh my God, my first ever, you know, it, it, it didn't feel like that. It just becomes more. And once you, when you realize that and you try and get into the energy of it's going to happen, it always happens. It's always, it's always going to be fine. I'm always, you know, the universe always sends somebody my way at the right time. Yeah. Then you don't have to live in that fear of yeah. where do you get clients from? Where's my, like, how do, what do I need to say? How do I need to do this? You yeah. don't have to live in that fear anymore. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Something my dad's always told me since I was younger, act like you've been there. Yeah. Just kind of like, you know, don't be so surprised. Like, oh my God, I got a 6K package, but celebrate it. It's a win, but. I'm going to write that down. (laughs) (laughs) I say that that to myself a lot. I mean, it's great. He's he's full of great advice and and has been, you know, my whole life. But that was one of the ones that um, I definitely always remember. Like, act like you've been there, you know? Yeah. It's it's already, like you said, this is your future self. You've already been there. You're you're Mm -hmm. envisioning it right now. Mm -hmm. Um, because like you said, your future self exists somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we had, so Nancy is one of our, one of our watchers. She said, um, she made a comment. They aren't necessarily buying the product. They are buying your energy. That's exactly it. Um, yeah. Sales is the transfer of enthusiasm. Like they feel your energy. They feel your excitement. They are convinced you can help them because of how you show up. And I think that's super important to remember. She also said, Jennifer, how much time and effort are you currently spending on marketing for social media or otherwise? Hmm. Good question. Um, So I (laughs) busted. I spend um, probably, so first of all, as you can tell from this answer, 
it's not, I don't have a set formula for this because I'm like, well, today I did. So I probably spend about three or four hours a week um, on Instagram posts that then um, transfer over to Facebook as well. And Facebook posts on my group and interactions and nurturing. And that's really it. Um, uh, If I write an email, it I might give that half an hour and I've started a podcast lately, which is my new, my new baby, which is probably maybe an hour a week. So, um, and then sometimes when I, what I tend to do with people is I have natural, um, conversations on chats on Instagram posts and things that people comment on my stuff. And sometimes we, uh, we transfer that over to a conversation in the DMs and that continues and I check in with people and send voice notes and things. Um, so that's probably the extent of my marketing efforts. And um, yeah, it's really, it's not a lot of time because I've, I spent a long time in the beginning. So don't, don't take this the wrong way. I spent a long, long time in the beginning building my tribe Um doing things I probably wouldn't do now because, you know, the Instagram and Facebook world have moved on so much in the last two or three years. Um, But really building a community and like if anyone went into my Facebook group, they'd find hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of videos and trainings and offerings and things like that. Um, You've built up over a couple of years. Yeah. 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 So I have, I have that kind of library, which is a a great place to be because it's all still stuff that I stand by. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, what I what I do now, um, way more than I spend on marketing, I spend more time on my energy and actually managing that and working on the mindset stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and what does yeah. that look like? Is that like when you say spending a lot of time working on your energy, is that self-care? Is that specifically your energy in your business? So you're working in your business when you say that? What does that mean to you? Um, it's It's more mindset work. So what I do is, in fact, I even wrote these down so I can share them with you. Um, this is what I, I do typically, and this is what I ask all of my new clients to begin with. So the first thing that I do in terms of, of mindset is every month I know what I want my goal to look like. Um, and I print a, um, a print off like a check. Have you seen the check, the blank checks that you can print and you can write them to yourselves? <laughs> I, I have one from um, Rhonda Byrne also wrote um, after the secret. Power. What was it? The power. The power? No. Yeah. Isn't, isn't there another name? It's, it's, um, oh. I forget. It might be called the power. I don't know. Maybe I'm forgetting, but it had a blank check in it. And yeah. <laughs> when I was working through that book, um, I printed the check. I wrote it. Yeah. And I mean, literally within a week that money showed up and it wasn't from a way that I expected it. It wasn't like, that's the thing for me about manifestation that has just shocked the crap out of me over and over again. I get my mind so focused on, okay, well I put $3,000 on that check. So it's probably going to come from here. And it just came from a completely different way that I never even would have guessed. But when I connected it and I saw that money in my bank account and I saw that check that was on my mirror, I literally cried. I was like, yeah. Wow. So yeah, I'm familiar with the point. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I just love the blank check and what I think people usually do wrong with it is they um they print one off they write um to me 25 billion quadrillion dollars you know some point in my lifetime please 
never look at it again. And to me, it's just like, really? So I, I do this monthly. Um, so at the beginning of the month or if I feel really called to the, the end of the month before, I really feel into the number that feels good to mm-hmm. me, not the number that I need um, or the number that I want for eager reasons, but the number that, that feels good to me. And then I'll think about what I'm going to use that for. And then I'll, I'll write that out and I will I will just look at it to so it's almost imprinted in my mind so I can, I can just see the number there all of the time um put it somewhere visible and then you don't need to do anything with it for the rest of the month but it like trust me that the energy of of declaring that for yourself is really really powerful as you know yeah totally so I have the I have the money goal that I um that I set monthly and then what I what I do on a pretty regular basis is just feel into the idea of who my dream my dream soul soulmate client is that's what I call like dream soul clients and um that is not somebody who um is not quick to make decisions and it's not somebody who um goes me for a couple of discovery calls and you know it's someone who jumps on a call and says oh my god I love speaking to you I love your energy I've been following you for ages when you did that live about this I just got that and I'm thinking I don't even remember the call that you you know but they've been following me for ages and it's just so cool and they're just they've got they've got questions but they don't have objections and that they're an easy yes and they're a dream to work with like they're my dream dream clients um and I just I feel into that often and I, I just I think back to other people who have had like that and just feel into the energy of that so these are the kinds of things that I do I focus on the money and I focus on the the idea of the person that I want to attract mm-hmm. and then in terms of actual mindset work I get a pen and a, a piece of paper and I remind myself every day what makes me excellent at what I do mm-hmm. um what my client results have been like you know why my clients get so much benefit from working with me mm-hmm. um, all the things that I've manifested lately um you know all the different ways that my money goal can come to me because I, I just love it when the universe surprises me with something that that isn't here's another client for your business not that I don't love that but you know just something fun um yeah. and, and just write all these things down and it puts you in the state of always knowing that you are giving so much value and always knowing that you are delivering so much to the lucky person who's going to sign up so you're always in in that that position where and that is so so magnetic to come from a place of service and to come from a place of you know you you sign with me you pay x the result that you're going to get is probably 10 20 times that in in the value that you get from from that and to remind yourself of that all the time just makes it seem to your brain like it's such an easy like why wouldn't you want to sign with me you know once and that to me that's the mindset stuff that's the the key to the the energetic work that have people reach out to you instead of you reach out to them you know that's the difference so yeah I, I say the same thing all the time I'm like I don't cost you money I make you money and yeah. I remind myself of that. I'm like, I'm helping people make money. And, and this is, you know, goes back to the, the teaching a man to fish or a woman to fish. Um, I'm teaching you to fish so that you can, you can make as much money as you want to from this. If you follow the coaching and follow what I'm telling you to do, then ultimately, like you said, this is about your results are abundantly supported by the universe in every way, as long as you implement what we're working on. Um, well, seeing it from that perspective, I, I agree with you. I think it helps us get behind what we offer as, as a coach 
And, you know, and and everybody in here is a health and wellness entrepreneur. And you don't even have to look at it from just a money standpoint, because money is energy. Well, health is energy. And, And when you can raise their vibration because you're improving their health, then what other things are going to come into their life? What else are they going to attract? Because they're just raising their vibration overall as a human being because they feel better. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, the the richest person in the world doesn't have anything if they don't have the health. And it's like, we're we're definitely in a society where it's all money, money, money. Um, Mm -hmm. Until you don't have your health and then like who cares about money at that point so well I mean if that was the case then Steve Jobs would still be living you know like one of the richest men in the world wasn't able to save his own his own health and his own life so at the end of the day yes we can accumulate money but but health is like you said you can have all the money in the world but if you don't have your health um then there's, there's a definite yeah Oh, absolutely. Um, And my brand is called Mindset, Money and Manifestations. And people um, often come to me and say, can you show me how to manifest $2 million by tomorrow? And I'm like, no. (laughs) So if if I don't get the vibe from someone that they're not interested in living a rich life and having, um, you know, and I don't mean having stuff. Stuff is great. And it's, it's probably the easiest thing to get. But the, the love and the connection and the impact and the relationships and the, the joy, all of that, the spirituality, that kind of nature, those are the people that I want to work with. Um, and that, that is true. That's true abundance. And, you know, all of that is freely available to all of us. That's the cool thing. I said something last night on my live and I was like, I was so proud of myself when I said it. I was like, Ooh, I like this. Um, <laughs> it was, if you focus on your intention and your impact, the income will come. Yeah, it's true. Because that's, you know, money is the byproduct of of us solving problems, of us serving, of us helping people. And, you know, I told you earlier, I like alliteration. So all those I words came out and I was like, if you focus on your intention and your impact, the income will take care of itself. But it's, it's true. It's like, energetically, that's just a part of what you're doing. And when you put your energy in the right place, the universe yeah. will support you. It's not going to give you $2 million by tomorrow. Like, like you said, when somebody's like, can I, well, you're kind of revealing your cards here by saying you don't really buy into what I'm talking about. If you really think that that's, it's like saying, can I bench press 500 pounds by tomorrow? No, you work up to it. You know, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't happen overnight, but once yeah. you buy into it and you get your energy behind it, things start to, we bend time and space and things start to happen faster than you realize. Yeah, absolutely. And And these things, like sometimes people will say to me, oh, so I need to learn this skill and I need to do this and I need to start doing the mindset and how long do I have to do this manifestation stuff for? And I'm like, you know, it can, once you get out of that attitude, it can happen really fast. Right. Um, I mean, I, like this, this story, so I'll, I'll tell you the behind the scenes of that, but the, the story that um, our mentor shared on a call yesterday when I was Betty um, was when I was I was in real beginning of my business and it kind of in real feast and famine sort of struggle and um, where are the clients where are the clients where are the clients and um, there was a trip to Montreal um, and it was it was like September a couple of years ago and um, I think the event started on the Sunday and the Monday before like six days before I spoke to her and said. Um, I, I can't come to Montreal. I, I can't do it. I can't afford the flights. I can't like, why is this my life? I ha- like, I just hate this. It's not fair. Woe is me, etc. And I kind of got a pep talk. Um, and I stewed on it for like a day or so. And then I really went to town and looked at my beliefs and looked at where I was 
blocking myself and in self-sabotage and stopping myself from receiving those clients and receiving that abundance. Mm-hmm. And through a, a mammoth journaling session of about five or six hours, I came up with a new belief and I replaced the belief that um, people, I think I had a story at that time that because I wasn't making consistent sales, making consistent results, getting consistent money, um, why would people want to buy from me? Because I can't walk the talk. And I managed to replace that belief with people learn how to create success from me. And that was so like, even when I think about that now, it's so powerful. And it's like, why would somebody not want to have success shown to them? Why would somebody not want to work with me? And all of a sudden, the the service element just came. I just felt it so powerfully. It was so strong. And then that's when I made the 17,000 in three days. Um, and then flew to to Canada like woo! like it was it was so I just got out of my my way in such a powerful way just from not just from there was a long process but changing that that belief changing mm-hmm. that you probably don't want to work with me because I'm gonna to oh my god you really want to work with me like I'm gonna take you places you know that difference was so right. magnetic I love that because it's your own internal work that you did that shifted your understanding of your worth versus waiting for someone else to validate your worth because of working with you. And I think that makes all the difference in the world. By the way, I have to tell you, first of all, Nancy told us it's the magic. That was the book. Ah, go on, Nancy. Okay. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and Nancy wants to know, she said, thank you for the for answering the question earlier. She said, how can I listen to the podcast? And I definitely want everybody to, um, once we get to the end and, and we're answering questions, I want them all to know how to find you, how to follow you. Um, but if you want to let us know right now where your podcast is, can we find it on iTunes? Yep, it's on iTunes and it's on Spotify and it's called the Mindset, Money and Manifestations podcast. Okay, I'm going to put I that in. Love it if you would listen and um, let me know your thoughts. It's my new baby. Mindset, money, and manifestation podcast on Spotify and iTunes. And also, Kira is here. I don't know if she's still here, but she said hi to both of us. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. And Wendy's here too. Um, let's see. Oh, Kira says, uh, Nancy says, I so needed to hear this right now. Good, Nancy. I'm glad you're hearing it. Mm-hmm. And Kira says, tell us more about the 17K in four days. That's an awesome story. I didn't know. That is a good one. And it sounds like you started to do some of the work to get yourself behind um, your worth and who you are and what you offer. And then that kind of removed blocks. But yeah, let's hear some, let's hear it. <laughs> um. So I think, that was in um end of August beginning of September 2008 where are we now 2017 and I'd quit my corporate job um probably about six or seven months before I want to say I'm not sure um and I'd really got into the the place of kind of scraping by and there'd be the odd client here and the odd client here and I knew as a a mindset coach I I knew that there was something in my head that was stopping all the abundance that I wanted to have but I would really get um I'd really get stuck on that and then I'd watch what other people were doing and then I'd be like uh maybe I need to do more of that um business coaches seem to be doing really well. Maybe I should do more business coaching. And then I got myself into all of this 
this craziness. Um, and it was quite a lonely time to, to be all of a sudden in this, what I now understand self-destruct, self-sabotage mode. Um, because I had this, this um, belief from forever and from, from childhood programming that I was great at starting things and terrible at finishing things. And my parents modeled that for me really well as well. They were both the same kind of um, like, oh, squirrel, you know, that, that kind of thing where it's like, oh, this and this and shiny object syndrome. Um, and I think if I'd have just stuck at something and just been, been really consistent and trusted the process, I would have had the easy results, but I made it really difficult for myself with this self-sabotage. Um, and so, yeah, so then I um, took my RSVP away from the event, said to Gina on the call on the Monday evening, I'm not going to be there. My life is terrible. I failed help. Um, you know, as you do. And <laughs> she, um, she's like, well, it's because you haven't had the consistency, you haven't had the motivation, you haven't had the da 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 And she gave me like six or seven things um, that, that I hadn't done. And she was like, if, if you wanted to be the woman who made a 10K month consistently, you'd be meeting these criteria. So, so was not happy with that. And, uh, <laughs> with that answer. But, but I really knew, I knew she was right, but it was just like a, that sting. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the, 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 the best and worst thing about understanding that energy is everything is that when something goes wrong, you haven't got no one else to blame but yourself. And you've got to take, I think I just got into the place of, t- of really taking radical responsibility for, for where I was at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then changed my energy so much as soon as I, I enveloped into this new this new belief, um, and I still do this to this day, I would meditate and, and visualize and visualize myself, welcome to Montreal, you know, get, getting off the plane, just, just being there at the event that was at this point four days away. Um, and just, just really feeling unstoppable with it. And then in meditation, I just get this little nudge, um, send a message to so-and-so, and I'd be like, oh, and it, it wakes me up out of my meditation when I get that. I just get these like little, do you get that? Like kind of a little whisper a little in your ear. So, yep. they're so good. It's like, thanks. It's <laughs> so good. Um, well, and once and you become aware of them, they're more powerful because you can kind of yeah. dismiss them before that. But then it's like, yeah. oh no, that's the universe speaking to me. Yeah, it is. And every time I follow those, and they usually are in relation to business, I, I get the outcome that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I sold, I, I reached out to loads of people and I, I said to them, um, I'm customizing packages. I know we've spoken before and the package that I've got was too much, but I've also got this self-study that I've done and I've did Why don't you tell me what you need and I will customize something for you. And about five or six people said yes to that. And I sold a, a six month um, paying full package and I sold lots of different things that I customized for people that were perfect for them. Um, and then I booked my flight to Montreal and I just like, um, the rest is history. It, it was, it was, I cried all the way there on the plane. Oh, I, like, I can't believe I did it. You know, really? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It was, it just felt miraculous. And I was like, ah, I cracked it. Like, I really understand that it's, it's all about what I'm saying to myself. Yeah. Well, and I love a couple of things that you've said. Um, one of them you just said, which is, you reached out to people you had already spoken with and talked to. And as a sales coach, I just always like to point out the fortune is in the follow-up because I have a lot of people that come to me and they're like, where do I find new people? Where do I find? And, and, you know, I get the idea that like, we always want to be attracting new people into our world and into our Mm -hmm. community. 
And I would never say, no, don't go for cold traffic. But certainly we don't want cold traffic to be our only focus as if that's the only place that money could possibly, you know, come to us or work come to us. And I think we, we forget, like you mentioned earlier, somebody who said no to you last year, a couple of years ago for a 500 pound package, then came through less than a year later and paid six, 6,000 pounds. And when we see those no's for what they really are, then we're able to follow up and know that there's a relationship there. And if you continue to nurture it, then those people might go, Oh, now is the right time. Or, Oh, I didn't realize you had this offer or, Oh, you can customize a package for me. So I, I love that part of the story that you were willing to go back to people you had already spoken to because there's so much of a connection already there. To be honest, that's where the majority of my clients come from. Um, so most, probably 90% of my clients have um, been in my Facebook group. So they've been nurtured naturally in there. Um, and I do reach outs to people um, and say, you know, anyone I'm called to, hey, thank you. I've seen you've commented a lot lately. Um, and what I do is I offer coffee chats to people. Like I'll give you 20 minutes of time. Why don't you tell me what's going on with you? It's not a sales call at all because it genuinely isn't um, at that stage. And and it's just a like, let's talk and um, and I'll give you some help. And usually people are like, oh my God, I, all, all I normally get is commenting on your stuff. Like you'll get, you're going to, fix me of course I want to talk to you um which is which is lovely and if they if I don't get that response usually I don't ever hear anything back but those people I talk to them and sometimes it gets to the stage where I say I just love your energy I would love to work with you can I tell you more about how that would work are you interested in hearing it and they they always say yes um and um, that segue did everybody hear that segue (laughs) that was selling (laughs) That was it right there. I would love to work with you. I feel a connection. Can I tell you more about the opportunities that I have for you to take this work with me deeper? Yes. Yes. And they they always say yes. And then I tell them. And sometimes it's an immediate yes. And sometimes it's a not right now. And because I I base this on the energy, I don't say this to everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I've, I've felt into that before I've asked the question it usually becomes, oh my God, I really want to work with you. How can we make this happen? So it's if it's not a sale then, then because we've had that time and I haven't pushed them and I haven't pressured them. And sometimes on the call, I haven't offered anything to them. It's just been me giving giving time because I didn't feel they were ready or aligned. But they'll continue to watch me in my Facebook group and then um, I'll reach back out to them to see how they are or they'll, they'll if I launch something, suddenly I'll get a PayPal notification with their name on it. And it's been six months since we've spoken, but having, especially in the online world, having that one-to-one chat and not watching somebody behind the screen, but having that connection, I think really, like you said, eight to 12 touch points, I think you can probably collapse that into maybe half just by having that actual conversation, even though it is it's still online. I'm so glad you said that again, because that was the, <laughs> sorry to interrupt, but that was the other thing that I wanted to point out that you had said way back earlier, which is the C word, conversation, 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 conversation. Like that's where the relationship happens. That's where the sale yeah. happens. People don't buy from a Facebook ad. They oh, buy from a person, better. you know, and, and while Facebook ads have their time in place, whatever, um, when you're building a business, you don't need to build a business unless you're selling and unless you're having conversations and building relationships, you're not selling. Yeah. Have you seen my Instagram post today? It's a, it's exactly about that. <laughs> it's really, it really, yeah. It's Ooh, basically, now I'm going to go read it though. It's, it's like you wrote it. It's like the fancy words on your website 
don't mean anything if your energy is not in the right place. And um, and I, I've sort of mentioned in the post, I, I see women doing all sorts of things. Like I'm just going to spend loads of money on Facebook ads and um, SEO optimization and all. And I'm like, what? Oh no, 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 no. And the, <laughs> I feel so bad for them. Um, and it, it really does not like the, the most important thing that you can do, at the, especially at the beginning of your business or while you're struggling to, to get regular sales and regular clients is work one-on-one and do the inner work and, and work through your stuff before you start buying courses off the shelf. Yes. Buying courses, buying ads, buying marketing, look at strategies like they're forget it all. Let's yeah. just conversations let's make it very organic let's build relationships and you know one of the things I like to ask is is this a thing that's a fad for you or are you in it for the long game because this isn't something that you just like snap your fingers and it happens and relationships you know it's no different than meeting a guy in a bar you don't say hey let's get married you you know it's the same thing you get to know each other you get to find out are we a good energetic match can I really help this person um, and the conversations are where the selling is really happening. Yeah. And like you said, building a community where people get to experience you, that's part of it as well. Those are the touch points. And yeah. I mean, I like to remind my group, I'm like, every time you're watching me live, you're a part of the sales process. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. You, as long as you're showing up and you're just being you, you're selling that yeah. you're selling energy, you're selling yourself. So I love yeah. that you keep saying conversations because that's the biggest thing. It's like, you've got to be willing. And I think people are afraid of the conversations because they're afraid of the salesiness that they've labeled, that they've applied to it. Mm -hmm. And they feel like, well, if I just put ads out there, that'll sell for me. Um, Nobody cares more about your business than you do. Nobody ever will. And if you're not willing to sell it, if you're not behind it 100% energetically, then nothing's ever going to sell for you if you can't sell it yourself. And having conversations and being willing to put yourself out there is how that starts. Yeah, absolutely. And and going, like you say, when you meet someone in a bar, do you propose immediately? <laughs> it's like going, going straight in with the, it's, it's icky. It's like when you walk into a car, do, do you have that in the, like you walk into a car showroom and you like these vultures all just, <laughs> and you're like, you're like this. Um, and it's, it's awful. And that, that energy is like, you know, just buy something, just give me a credit card, just buy something, buy a car, this car, this car. And it, and it's horrible. And that, like the people who actually take the time to speak to me and find out what I, you know, I'm looking for and what previous cars I've driven and what I do for a living, that kind of stuff. The people you feel relaxed in the company, they're always the, the ones that I will, will buy from because the other ones I just can't, I just, I need to get away. <laughs> I just can't stand their energy. Um, and, you know, don't, don't think just because you're not in a, a face-to-face environment and you're not working in a car showroom <laughs> that the, the internet is the car showroom. You know, you're still, people feel that they feel it from you. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, like you mentioned it and it, it's perfect how you said it. It's like, if I walk in and you're trying to sell me a car right away, then I don't think you have my best interest in mind. If I walked in and you're like, what are you looking for in a car? Yeah. What type of car have you driven before? Now I'm like, oh, you care about my experience. While it still may be a transaction that's going to happen, mm-hmm. um, you're genuinely and authentically asking me questions about what I'm looking for and what my interests are in a car versus trying to mm-hmm. sell me a car. And I used the example last night with one of my clients. I said, if somebody's looking to buy a drill, why do they want a drill? Nobody wants a drill sitting around in their house to have a drill. They're trying to drill <laughs> holes. Yeah. So if they come to you and they're, you know, they're looking for a drill, well, tell me about the holes that you need to drill. 
What size are these holes? You know, asking them questions about what they're going to do with the drill, not saying, well, I've got this drill that's automatic and it can plug it. Well, yeah, why they want it. And then come from a place of service of helping them find the right match. And that's what we do as, as coaches. We're just matching our services with what that person needs and wants and making sure it's a good fit. Yeah. That's how you get the salesiness out of it because I'm not just trying to sell you something. I'm trying to sell you the right thing if it's the right fit. Yeah. And, and it just, that reminds me of my, um, my training days. I I used to train about things like that, like needs and wants and, and features and benefits. And that's one thing that I see so many people doing I would probably say incorrectly on posts and on sales pages. And when they're talking to people in discovery calls, they're telling them the features of the things that they can sell. So you get this, you get X amount of calls with me, you get time with me to do this, you get da, 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 da. And the person's kind of like losing interest. In, and how much is that? And the, the reason that's happening is because they're not selling to the emotion. People buy emotionally. And it's the, the energy connection. Uh, you're like, yeah. So it's like selling 12 sessions on zoom. You're selling exactly. transformation. And as soon as you start trying to sell 12 sessions on zoom, you have lost the sale. Yeah, Cause you're not exactly. focused on what that person wants. If they want to go to Paris, quit selling them the airplane, mm-hmm. sell them the Louvre, sell them the, the Eiffel tower, sell them the vision of what they want. Or if yeah. you're selling a mattress, sell them the better sleep that they're looking for. They really yeah. don't want the mattress they want what the mattress is going to do for them. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't want to hijack what you're saying, but yeah, I always get caught up in that. I'm like, quit selling the features. Yeah, exactly. The, the benefits are where it's like the emotions of where it's at. You know, people don't want to, like people don't come to me to hire me because they want to, um, you know, have an extra zero in the bank account, for example, they, they, they want to have the lifestyle that that brings to them. So why do you want the extra money? Well, I want to travel more. Well, what would that enable you to do? Well, I probably need to quit my job. Oh, so you want to do that too. So all of a sudden there's this lifestyle that's a dream. Once you've tapped into, you can tailor what it is that you do to them by saying, I had a client who did exactly what you wanted to do. And and we kind of worked on this and you can take a look at her results here. And um, all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's the person that I want to work with rather than you get 12 calls on Zoom. Like what? Who cares? You know, everyone's on Zoom today. Like, <laughs> Can't get off Zoom. Yeah. yeah. And that's not really the selling point. While those things might be important once they've understood that this is the right fit for them and they've understood that they want this service, then you can talk about the details of how it will, will play out. But you know, again, another nobody wants to lose weight just to lose weight. So quit trying to sell them on, you know, we're going to bench press five times a week and we're going to, you know, like, well, that's, that Kira's probably watching going, nobody should bench press five times a week. <laughs> they're not worried about how they're going to lose the weight, connect them to the vision of what they're going to feel like when they lose it, what hmm. they're looking to accomplish. Like, why do you really want to lose the weight and yeah. connect them emotionally to that yeah. versus yeah. the method that you have for making it happen? Yeah, that and I always find a, a, such a valuable question. Why do you want to achieve this? And why do you think you haven't already? It's like, usually that's when you get the, you know, there's so Revealing. much information in that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can really, I think you can really sense that. Sometimes that's when people get emotional as well. You can really sense what, you know, what's going on for somebody in that mm-hmm. moment. And to be able to connect with someone in that way on a sales mm-hmm. call, when, like, when I've connected to, to somebody who, when they've asked me those kinds of questions and I've really gone, wow, like, of course I want to buy something from them rather than, you know, just going through the motions of the the features or something. Totally. And I think that's a a really powerful question, 
not only for you because it reveals things, but what it reveals for them when they hear their answers. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes just saying that out loud and the truth of what their reality is up to that point. Maybe they've never expressed mm-hmm. that or said that to somebody. Like you said, they get emotional sometimes when you ask that question. They surprise themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it is like the, the first time somebody asked me that, I surprised myself and I was like, whoa, who, who's that person that just said that answer? Was that me? And it's, it's um, yeah, you tap in to the conversation in a whole whole different way then and you, you really become open to the thing, the solution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I also like asking, well, what makes you think that I'm the right coach to help you with this Mm. and getting an understanding too, as well for them to hear that Mm. and for me to hear that, to make sure, like maybe they're looking for something that, you know, I want to make sure I can deliver. Like, what is it that makes you think that this is the right fit or I'm I'm the right coach for you Yeah, Um, is really important. It is. Yeah. And it's important for people to hear to, to have that time to process and to because their brain usually is going there's a cost implication get off the call get off the call and it, the, the ego is saying I don't have the time there's all sorts of things going on and for, to give somebody the space to say why does this sound good to you like what do you if you know how does it sound I like it what do you like about it and they they just get the chance to reassemble those thoughts and think about that and they hear themselves state why they want to do it and then at that point they kind of sell themselves into right. whatever it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and hearing that I think is really powerful for them to sell themselves into it. It's like, like you said, their ego is saying, I don't have the time or, oh my gosh, there's a cost involved. And, you know, I always say to people, I'm like, we put timelines and price tags on our dreams as if they're not the most important thing in our world. And really what better thing to put your time and your money towards than your dream for what you have on this, on this earth to fulfill your purpose, to be a part of something that feels really good. That makes you excited when you wake up in the morning to show up for your life, because you know, you're doing something that really is aligned with your soul, with what feels good to you. It's so true. Cause I mean, if you don't, you'll be in this, in the same chair, watching the same TV show in 20 years, kind of, you know. Still have dreams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You become very. Um, I mean, honestly, it's it, what Gina asked me, and it's. I've said this to my community many times. It's what got me because I felt really silly when she asked me this. I spent forty-five minutes telling her the big dreams and the big visions I had for my life and my business and what I wanted to do and I want to accomplish this and I want to accomplish this and I want to accomplish this. And then it was like, okay, are you ready to move forward? And I was like, no, I can't afford that, and I don't have the time for it. <laughs> oh. She said, okay. So, what's more important to you, Nicole? Your dreams are your comfort zone. Mm. Mm-hmm. And she had every right to ask me that question because I had just spent 45 minutes blowing her up, telling her how important this stuff was to me right up to the point where I couldn't do it. And I realized I was very committed to my comfort zone. Yeah. I was very committed to staying stuck because it's where I was comfortable. It's what I knew. It's what was familiar. And the fear of going after my dreams was only surpassed by the fear of not. Mm. And when I realized both of them are fears, going for my dreams is a fear, but not going for them scared the crap out of me even more. Yeah. And I didn't want to be that person 20 years later that was still sitting on the couch doing nothing with their life because I was afraid to do it. Mm -hmm. And he asked me that question, you know, and truth be told there, there was no pushiness either. It was like, let me think about this. She said, cool. And then I thought about nothing else for the next yep. week because she had asked me the right question that got in my mind that made me go, oh God, 
Yeah. Right. I sound so silly because I talk these big dreams, mm-hmm. but I'm not willing to take action on them. And I'm, I'm talking the talk, but not walking the walk. Yeah. And isn't it funny how, when you look back now, like entrepreneurship really does just crack you right open out oh. of that comfort zone. And now it's like, how, how much is that? Yep. Here's my card. Like what a, you know, <laughs> it's like, I don't even, I'm like, yep, let's do this. Yep. Let's do it. Because now I truly have understood from coaching and from working on myself. Yeah. Money is abundant. It is renewable yeah. and it's just getting me closer to who I am in this world and what I offer. And mm-hmm. it allows me to enhance who I already am so that I can expand and, and make a bigger impact in this world. And I can't do that on my own. I can't do that without the right support because yeah. I can't see my own patterns that are standing in my way. And that's the value in coaching is the accountability, yeah. the, the awareness of things that I can't see for myself. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. I'm, you, I mean, you're so right with that money is so abundant and it's always renewable. But the, the one thing that people always seem to think that they've got more of is time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, people take that for granted. And I've had conversations with people like, so didn't we speak two years ago and you wanted to start a business? Yeah. And you said you were going to do it on your own. Yeah. How's that? Mm, yeah. And still in the same place and still are saying, the same thing give, give me six months and I'll come back to you and I'm like okay so in the nicest possible way when that as an example of that when that happens I'm I close my energy completely I don't keep them as a potential follow-up in my mind like that the energy is closed there that it's not kind of with them to think about it's it's back with me focused on something different I like that I like that because you have to set your own energetic boundaries in order to because they they're going to string you along because they're stringing themselves along. It's nothing to yeah. do with you. It's nothing to take personal. And in that moment, yes, you cut off your energetic boundaries and say, I'm moving on because there are people who are ready. There are people who don't want to wait six months because really they're just procrastinating and they're, they're stringing themselves along with the, you know, false perception that they're going to do something. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the, you know, the good news for, for everyone here if, if people do struggle with that is that the the more experienced you become at this stuff and the, the like I suppose the more resilient your energy is with regards to that then um the less that actually does happen like the you know the I can't afford it objection is pretty few and far between for me now yeah um, but it used to be the only thing that people would ever say <laughs> like, it would be the only thing I could hear but you're um you realize where it's a mirror of yourself um, and yeah. where you've done when you do your work and you you don't expect to hear it so much it just kind of stops showing up and it it isn't the biggest problem that you have in your business anymore you know you'll you'll get another one <laughs> love that I love that because you're right you're you're not available for it anymore you're so especially early on when you're new your own fears are the reflection of what people are showing you when they're on the discovery call and they're like oh I don't have the time I don't have the money it's not that you're never going to hear that again but you just aren't available for it anymore in the way that um, you are maybe at the beginning when you're kind of unclear and, and lacking the confidence and you're not quite as rehearsed with it. Um, but it definitely is something that once you become unavailable for it, it's just mm-hmm. not that you attract anymore. Yeah. And becoming available for it doesn't, doesn't have to be, um, it, it can be, and I've seen it done, but like, I am not dealing with these conversations anymore. I'm just not going to have I'm just not willing to speak to somebody about not being able to pay the bills and stuff anymore or it can be you know 
I haven't actually had that conversation with anyone for about six months. All my clients pay on time. Most of my clients pay on full. Hmm. Must be must be done with that. And it's just your energy is just not there. You're not, you know, you're not a magnet for that anymore. I also yeah. think it's being willing to get to the point faster and hear no and be okay with it. You know, I, I always say closing the deal is either a yes or a no. Yeah. A, a close on a deal is not just a yes. It's either way, you're closing the door on that. If they say no, that's cool. If you decide that energetically it's it's appropriate for you to follow up with them a couple of times, great. Like you said, mm-hmm. if that's the point where you're like, I've heard enough from this person, they're not going to take action, then you close and move on. But either way, you're moving on to people who are ready to say yes. Um, yeah. And you're not making yourself available for anything other than give me a yes or no and, and we move on and we're good. Yeah, definitely. Being be intentional about where you leave your energy, definitely. Like I, I hate the... Um, personally hate the yeah like give me some time to think about it uh okay when when should we talk again um maybe in next month like I'm just nah I you know it's it's I'm not leaving my energy open for that um, I like them to hear in that moment what's really going on and I just say cool what is it that you need to think about yeah and sometimes before that I'll ask like have have I answered all your questions that you have is there anything else that's still lingering for you no I think in definitely in the UK, I don't know if it's so common there, but open, honest sales conversations don't really happen here. They mm-hmm. usually, if somebody doesn't want something that is being presented to them, they will make an excuse mm-hmm. and they will say they need to sleep on it or think about it or talk to somebody or let me check my bank balance. Well, I mean, if it's me and I wanted it, I have a phone with an app with my, you know, I'd like, how long does that take? Um, yep. But we are very good at um, being kind of polite and inventing some I, I wrote a post about this today inventing something that we need, must get to immediately um so can I come back to you and just not saying this isn't for me you know so mm-hmm. I, I think that. I think sometimes people will give you that kind of like a smoke screen you know yeah. that kind of it's a way for them to feel more comfortable without saying no directly because what I've noticed is some people don't feel comfortable saying that and yeah and they'll send you a message yeah. Yeah. They'll, exactly. send you, they'll ghost you on the discovery call and send you an email. And it's like, yeah. okay. Um, are these people British by any chance? Um, <laughs> some of them, yes, but no, like okay. you said, you, you, you know, you're not sure if it happens, every, it happens everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's, right. it's more of a, of a human behavior than it is. I, I would say, um, you know, regional <laughs> it's, it's like yeah. people have a tough time saying no, yeah. I don't. Because, and I, what I believe is they have a tough time saying no, that they don't want it because they know that's not their truth. Mm, Possibly. Yeah. Their soul really wants it. It's their real world, responsible, rational, logical thoughts and brain that are saying, no, you can't afford that. Or no, you don't have the time for that. But it's hard for them to say, no, I don't want it because they know they really do. Um, They're just not willing to make the, you know, take, take action on it. Mm. And you know, it's, it's such an eye opener that the more that I've become comfortable with being the seller, the more I've become comfortable with being the buyer. And mm-hmm. I've had some um, discovery calls of, of my own with people where I've said to them, I'm not sure this is for me. And here's why. And seeing how they like really top coaches, how they respond to that is fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and usually the ones who say, no problem, let me know when, you know, this is when the cart closes kind of thing. Um, 
usually they're the, the ones that I just have got so much respect for that I'm like okay and the the ones that try and downsell and I had an experience last week um I was talking to somebody and she was talking to me about her program and she tried to upsell me into one-to-one and then downsell me five times into five different things just in the dms and I was I've unfollowed her now I was like that is insane to me oh it was horrible desperate 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 and this is a this is a spiritual mentor (laughs) I was like really um and you know the sad thing was if she'd have just sent a voice note or said let's get on a call and talk about what's right for you she probably would have had the sale I would have signed up for something with her but I was that repulsed by that energy um I thought I just you just see me as a big dollar sign I'm just not I'm not gonna do it yeah yep yep wow I love that story because I think that's just such a powerful like you just said had she been a human and gotten on the phone with you there there would have made a huge difference yeah energy it's not and selling in the dms is such a tough thing too because it's not really a sale it's a transaction like you said yeah, it, it is. And it's, it's, the buyer has all the power because they have the option to, um, you know, not respond for five days or to get, you know, it's, it's really not. It, it, no. Yeah, no, it's, it's not, not a great, a great way to do it. Yeah. So, um, everybody's loving this conversation. Um, and Kira says, I'll help you bench press whatever you want. Um, <laughs> so for somebody, I mean, this is all so valuable, like everything you've shared. I, I love it. For somebody who's new, because I know you mentioned earlier, you know, like doing doing the work and feeling like there's so much stuff you have to do is, and you said 80% intuitive, spiritually led, you know, manifesting kind of law of abundance approach and 20% strategy. Yeah. So for somebody who's new, who feels like I need, you know, this, this masculine energy of like, I need to do, and where can I find, and what can I, how, 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 um, what would you tell somebody who's new? Who's like, well, where do I find my clients, Jennifer? How do I manifest using my energy? So what I tend to do, like, this is the way that I work with people who have established businesses and, and. I would flip it if, if they didn't. But if somebody has something, they like they know roughly what they're doing, they, they have an offer, they may or may not have signed a client before. But um, first, the first thing I would do is the easy part. So I'd look at the, the 20%, which is the strategy. I'd look at the message that they were putting out to the world, the way that they were doing that, make any quick tweaks that I needed to, and then I'd go into the energy work with them, um, knowing that the strategy was already there. If they didn't have anything and they were, they were really starting um from scratch then the the most important thing to to know is um who you are what you help people with and who the people are that you want to help and not even so much how you help them and I think that's where people get into the the features again um like I can I can give you these recipes and I can go like I have a morning meditation and I have a yeah and like if, if you're, so for example, if you're working with um, busy entrepreneurs who want to develop healthier habits, I'll just take a guess at that. And you're, you're you know, you've got posts about um, different things that you can do and how to do a morning routine and how to do these recipes. And these are the things you should look at on labels and things like that. I'm going to feel exhausted by that. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to follow and give up the time because I'm a busy entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I would really like to know is how to balance my sleep habits probably. And you know, how I can um, make 
healthier choices when I'm on the go all the time and that kind of thing. And, you know, that those sorts of things that actually appeal to what I'm looking for. So it's really important to know what the person that you're selling to actually truly wants, what she wants and needs and desires. And sometimes what she wants and what she needs are two different things. I say she could be, Hey, um, but you, if you don't really understand what it is that they're looking for, the transformation they're looking for, then all your marketing is going to be off. So I would say focus on that. It's so important to do pick one platform to at the most where you know that these people are going to be and show up and just give tons of value. Um, Instagram is my favorite thing at the moment. I'm really learning how to use it properly. I used it not very well for, for a while and was in like, the groups what are they called pods instagram pods where everyone will comment on each other's posts and things like that yeah. which instagram doesn't like anymore um so i've just kind of used learned how to utilize hashtags and things like that mm-hmm. um and do you know put a, a proper strategy in place um so master a couple of a couple of platforms speak to your people give them loads and loads of value and do the coffee chat thing like I did. It's such a good thing. Build a community, ask to have conversations, not sales conversations, just um, I as a give back to my community. Um, a couple of times a week, I will pick someone at random and I will have a, an offline, well, a private online conversation with them and offer them any tips and help and advice um, and, and do that and just make it all about them and the service. And give that. Honestly, that is, um, you don't need Facebook ads. Like if you like face like advertising, paid advertising online, if the people who are seeing your message for free aren't interested in it, what makes you think that? Cause you paid for more people to see it. They've got like, it's not a numbers game. Don't right. be fooled by numbers. I'm um, saying that. Yeah, it, it really is. And, um, I was obsessed with like, if I can get 5,000 people in my Facebook group, then I'll be a millionaire. why (laughs) you've not made 5,000 sales like it really doesn't if you're not selling to the 50 people you're not going to be selling to 5,000 exactly yeah yeah so really just just keep it simple um know who you're speaking to know what you want them to know and just work you know work on your work on your craft and really learn your stuff and really learn from people who are going through what you want to work with them on Mm-hmm. you know, how they're feeling and where they want to get to and get some really good testimonials behind you. If you just started and you haven't got any clients, do it for free in exchange for a great testimonial yeah. um, and use them. And then that's your 20% strategy. And that's that's really it. Just keep doing that and repeat. And then the rest of it is just the mindset. I can, you know, the, the, the journaling, the work that goes into, I can do this. This is why I'm good at this. This is the right. result that people get with me. This yeah. is why... I stand out, you know, the way that I do. This is why the universe always supports me, et cetera, et cetera. And just, just get on a roll and do it every day, every single day. Wash, rinse, repeat, 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 repeat. Keep going. Yep. Stay committed. Yep. Keep showing and up. And do it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not about doing it because it's supposed to work in two months. This is about doing it because it's your dream and you're in it for the long game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Love yeah. that. Great advice. Great advice, Jennifer. You're always full of great advice. I love it. Um, so thank you so much. So where can everybody follow you? Instagram, it sounds like. I'm going to put mm-hmm. in um, your Instagram handle. Oops, I almost wiped my comments off. While I'm doing this, you guys, if anybody has questions, um, please let us know. I know some of you have been asking. It's underscore Jennifer Grace underscore. Yes. Okay. 
there are two Jennifer Graces who do the same thing in the world. No way. She's got a book published with Hay House, which is my dream. So I, so I choose to believe that because she's showing me it's possible that it's going to happen for me. (laughs) But I'm like, damn it. You got my name. (laughs) By the way, you guys, can you just hear what she said? She's a super successful mindset manifestation and money coach. And there's another Jennifer Grace doing the same thing. And both of them are perfectly successful and have their place in this world. There isn't, (laughs) there isn't just one spot for, for one thing. It's like, we're all, there's room for all of us and it's in who you are and how you show up and what's your special sauce. How do you amplify that? And how yeah. do you attract people to you because of you? Because I'm sure the other Jennifer Grace might share your name, but she doesn't share your beautiful, amazing energy and how you show up. And that's why people oh. are attracted to you. No, she, she's actually pretty cool. She oh. is quite, yeah, she's quite sure cool. She <laughs> <laughs> do you know her? Have you reached out to her? No, no, she's, she's pretty big. Yeah, she? um, she's published. Yeah, people tag me every now and again thinking it's her account and vice versa. Um, so I get tagged in like, oh my God, the, the retreat in Bali with Jennifer Gr-. And I'm like, whoa, when did I do a retreat? <laughs> I'm like, thanks. Yeah. Bucket yeah. list. It's your Vision future self. Just saying, yeah. hey, this is where you're headed. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So I put Instagram in here. Nancy is clapping for us. I think Nancy loved it. Nancy, I'm so glad you were able to be here. Nancy's in Spain. So as you know, you guys are on a different time zone. So I think normally she's not able to be on, um, on my Wednesday evening events. So it was cool. We were yeah. able to do this one earlier. Um, so Instagram is your, is your jam. That's where you spend most of your time. Is there anything else that, um, anywhere else that you show up? I know your podcast. I put that in the comments as well. Anything else yep. that you would like for them to know about how and where to follow you? Yeah, I have, um, I have a Facebook group, which is the same name as the podcast. It's mindset, money and manifestations. Okay. So if I'm not on Instagram, I'm over in the Facebook group. Love that mindset money and manifestations is that right in that order yeah okay I don't know why but autocorrect doesn't like the word manifestations when I'm trying to type it in (laughs) I live in um I live in Manchester in the UK Uh And now every time I try and type my address and type Manchester, it changes it to manifest. (laughs) Manifest. (laughs) What are you manifesting with that? I love it. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) That's so cool. That's so cool. Thank you so, so much, Jennifer, for your time, for sharing all the amazing nuggets of information, um, especially for the people who are new to this world, just hearing, you know, your story and the advice you gave was really, really powerful. So thank you. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm glad it helped. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been so much fun. Yeah, you're welcome. So thank you again. Um, Everybody definitely leave us your favorite takeaways, please. There were a lot of them in here. So as you're watching, um, as I like to say, thoughts grow stronger when shared. So let us all know what stood out for you and resonated with you. We'd love to all hear it and read it. Um, And Jennifer, thank you again so, so much. I really appreciate your time with us. Oh, thank you too. Thanks everyone. Yay, you're welcome.